Norman Gunston is one of the all-time greats of Australian comedy, a pioneer of taking TV comedy IRL back when it was just known as the real world. And I'm delighted to say that Norman Gunston himself almost, almost joins you now on Sunday Extra. Let me explain. Because of that commitment to satirising people and events in real time, when Gough Whitlam emerged onto the steps of Parliament House after being dismissed by Governor-General Sir John Kerr on the 11th of November 1975, Norman Gunston was there. I think you're sending me up. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I want... No. <laughs> um, oh, look, it's a bit too serious for that. It certainly is. Oh, no, I quite agree. Certainly is. It's extremely serious. That was Norman Gunston almost speaking to Gough Whitlam and speaking also to Bill Hayden and then memorably Bob Hawke. And they're just some of the legendary moments revived with theatrical flair in The Dismissal, an extremely serious musical comedy. That's the full title, by the way, not me editorialising. I was one of the freeloaders at the world premiere in Sydney recently, and I was especially struck by the performance of our next guest, Matthew Wittett, who plays Norman Gunston on stage with the permission of the character's creator, Gary MacDonald. Matt's Gunston 2.0 is the narrator of the Dismissal musical, and amidst all the narration of political and personal backstory, Matt really revives the genius of the Gunston character as a comic device. So I thought we'd have a chat about that with Matt, who I should note is also an accomplished, indeed acclaimed playwright in his own right. Matt, welcome to Sunday Extra. Thanks for having me. Matt, how much Gunston did you know coming into the role? Oh, look, I, I kind of grew up watching Gunston repeats. I'll repeat to the Gunston show, even kind of going back to the Arnie Jack days and watching all that stuff. When I was a kid, I'm 47, so I, this is, we're talking early, early 80s. Yeah, but um, I have strange sort of memories of walking around the house impersonating Norman um, when I was a little kid, being the kind of the little wiry, nervous kid that I was. <laughs> you know, there's a role model if you ever saw one. <laughs> so, right. So many people would think that you might not spend your life waiting to play Norman Gunston, but in your case, it clearly was the role that was waiting for you. Yeah. I mean, in the Dismissal musical, Matt, your role is different in many ways from the other performers playing politicians because you really do a Gunston for the audience. So you had to understand the, the comedy mechanics of the character as an aficionado from a very early age. Could you explain Gunston for us? Well, for, for those uninitiated, I'll just preface that by saying it's really interesting these days to see who is uninitiated and who has a deep connection to, to Gunston. It, it's very much a generational thing, mm. but it, it was very funny when we did a first the first time we did the show, first time we did workshops at the show, younger sort of members of the company watched me for a few weeks and, and thought, he's making some really interesting choices. I'm not quite <laughs> sure what it's about. It's kind of funny, but I'm not quite sure, which I think is kind of in line with what Gary did with Norman anyway, which is that he would try to take people by surprise. I've watched many of the interviews leading into this and the way in which Norman was there present just kind of on the edge of not knowing what was going on, not knowing what to say next. But you could see Gary's brain ticking over at a million miles an hour trying to find the fun next way in and the next sort of satirical position to take on something. In the show, I kind of operate in that way as well. With the characters, it's a fine balance between keeping the seriousness of what the actual story of the dismissal is 
and having someone there to sort of, I guess, take piss out of it yeah. at the same time. We've got a few moments in the show that seem to look like they're improvised, <laughs> but as was the case, I think, with Gary when he was doing Norman, it was very scripted in terms of having a, um, a template to run with. I was going to ask you actually about whether you've got license to sort of take Norman off script with the audience or do you stick pretty much to the, the original words? Oh, look, we, we kind of worked a little bit together originally to get it in a place where it feels authentically like it's happening on the spot is that that's always a tricky thing to get in writing. It's one of those things. If the train comes off the tracks, then, you know, you can't really stop the train coming <laughs> off the tracks. You just, you just gotta, you gotta, gotta run with it wherever it goes. Like last night, for instance, we had someone whose phone went off in the middle of my end of interval chat to the audience. I was walking through the audience, talking to everyone, and this guy's phone went off when I was right next to him. And I thought, oh, okay, hello. Hello, what's going to happen here? And he answered it, and then he got up, <laughs> and then he started walking out slowly. So I followed him. I had my own conversation behind. Like, it's, you know, that, that sort of space. <laughs> I, I think my goal is to stay in character no matter what, in a way, which I think is what Gary used to do as well is that at, at all costs, you keep inside the character itself and don't break that illusion. Mm. But at the same time, you just got to go with things sometimes. Because I imagine there's no pre-scripted bit for Norman Gunston reacting to a mobile phone, given when the character was created. No, there isn't. No, <laughs> there isn't. And there's no pre-scripted bit when you walk up to the audience and I start asking them questions and they start talking back. <laughs> uh, and, you know, or they start yelling back. <laughs> from the other side of the auditorium asking you about your hair and, you know, you're thinking, okay, great, all right, we're all in now. We're all having a chat now. It's good. We're speaking with Norman Gunston 2.0, Matthew Whitted, who plays Norman in The Dismissal, an extremely serious musical comedy. Uh, Matt, is there a particular Norman phrase or movement that's your sort of go-to for really inhabiting the character? Oh, look, there's a few. There's a few. It's the jaw. Hard to recreate <laughs> on radio, but there's a little sort of mouth movement that goes with the jaw, little like you're about to say something, but you're not quite sure what you're going to do. Um, there's the look around. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Did anyone see that look around? Yeah. And look, to be honest, it's anything with an eye in it. You know, high, right, lime. <laughs> you know, there's certain phrases you can hit. Looking back on the, on the old clips of Gary, he, he does famously do an ABBA mega mix. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? <laughs> He's picking songs and things that actually land those vowels in a very particular way. Mm. And it just those things just sort of like instantly you can hear the audience go, oh, there he is. Oh, I see him. There's that person that I remember. Yeah. I imagine Gary McDonald's blessing might have been obtained by the show's creators, Blake Erickson and James J. Moody, before you came on board. But do, do you know the story of, of Gary's sort of uh, giving his blessing for the role to come back to life? I think what happened was they wrote Gary... Jay and Blake wrote a really big email, I think, you know, asking all the reasons why this story could be great as a musical and what they want to do with it and they really want to do it through Norman's perspective and I think huge, big, long, rambling email that they sent off to Gary and I think Gary came back with, oh, oh it sounds pretty good. <laughs> and I think it was as simple as that, to be honest. And I think from there there's obviously been lots and lots of discussions and, and Gary's looked at passes of the script to make sure, you know, that it's true to form for Norman as well. Gary and I have worked together a, a few times as well. We spent a good almost year together sitting around on the set of Moulin Rouge back in 2000. We were two of the four bohemians <laughs> originally in the film. So 
we already had a sort of pre-existing working relationship there. And I mean, Gary, I think was a mentor, was one of my mentors at NIDA when I was at NIDA in third year, came along and spent a month with all of us. He's such a generous and brilliant mind, I think. It, it just lives large in the national psyche, I think. I even think of, you know, mother and son and that moustache, you know, those images of Gary become quite iconic for all of us. Absolutely. And hearing that backstory that you have with the real Gary McDonald, I'd love to know, do you remember when it was that you first tried your Norman on the real Norman? <laughs> Ooh. Well, we did do a reading. There was sort of between the workshop and now we had a, you know, in a theatre, in a small theatre, but with a whole lot of people and possible investors and, you know, people who were included in the production. And Gary came along to that. And we're all sitting behind tables doing a read through. And I got to act two in the beginning and I thought, oh, oh, yeah, why not? And so I got up <laughs> and started to sort of talk to everyone in the audience. And I, um, with the aim of kind of having a bit of a chat. <laughs> With Gary, which was great, and it was a fascinating moment. Absolutely. But so you, you didn't bust out Norman on the set of Moulin Rouge, for example? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, I wouldn't dare. I, I do remember on Moulin Rouge, um, you and McGregor kind of discovering Norman and then falling down a rabbit hole and becoming obsessed with all things Gary and just going, oh, my God, this is, this is like Ali G 20 yeah. years, 30 years before yeah. Ali G was even thought of. And seeing it through someone's eyes, discovering for the first time as well back then and thinking, yeah, it's pretty brilliant. Absolutely. And that's, I suppose, an interesting question with the Dismissal musical. I don't know if you've had a chance to get a sense of this yet, but I found myself wondering, how does a piece like this get received by younger theatregoers who don't know Gunston, probably don't know Whitlam, Fraser, and definitely don't know Rex Connor? <laughs> well, it's a really interesting um, question because I think for the younger audiences, they connect very much with the form and they connect with the music mm. in, in a lot of ways. I mean, Laura, Laura Murphy, who has um, composed the music and, and done the lyrics as well, has done a sort of a brilliant job making it very, very now yes. in some way. And I think what that does is that that pulls in a younger audience who are hungry for, uh, who are hungry for musicals, really, because I'm new to that world, but this world is like, there's a lot of people who really like musicals. <laughs> I'm, I, it's, it's, good to, it's good to know. But, yeah, what's interesting is they get that and then they get kind of a history ed education at the same time. <laughs> they, get, they walk out going, oh, okay, <laughs> now, I, now I understand what this Whitlam thing is all about. Well, it's certainly the most enjoyable history lesson you'll get on stage at the moment and for a long time. Just finally, Matt, Norman Gunston, Gary McDonald famously campaigned for and got a gold Logie. Uh, you're now playing Norman Gunston. Are you going to be campaigning for a Helpman Award? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I guess that all depends. Uh, yeah, I'll leave that one right there. I won't, um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll take that as a Here's yes. <laughs> Matt, it's been great speaking with you. Thanks so much for joining us on Sunday Extra. Thanks for having me. In The Dismissal, an extremely serious musical comedy, Matthew Wittett plays Norman Gunston, one of Australia's most loved Normans, right up there with RN's Norman Swan. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.